Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. After a two-month hiatus, Locked On Browns is back. Uh, I'm glad to take you guys through this journey. My name is Jeff Lloyd. Uh, it's going to be fun here uh, for me. You know, I'm really looking forward you know, to this opportunity here with the Locked On Network, uh, great network run by David Locke, great bunch of guys. This Thursday episode here is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Uh, if you guys stick around a little while later, I'm going to hook you up with a promo code to use MyBookie.ag for this weekend. Uh, obviously, they're going to match you know, your first initial deposit. So $100, 200 you want to throw 200 400 It's going to get you guys all set here. You know, obviously, you know, overs, unders, uh, they cover every sport, you know, college football as well. Uh, look, Sometimes with these Thursday night games or you get a primetime game or you get a 4 o'clock game that's really not in your area but not something you're so interested in, you know, sometimes have a couple of shekels on there. It might uh, you know, be a little more interesting to you to make the, you know, the whole experience of watching a little bit better. So mybookie.ag, you play, you win, you get paid for this Thursday edition. Um, we're back here, like I said, after a two-month hiatus. Previous host actually is a pretty good friend of mine. The opportunity came for me to take over this spot. I'm actually kind of looking really forward to it. For me, one of the things uh, that I, I love the most about any sport is the roster building process and taking a team that is seeing tough times. And look, I, I was born a Jets fan, obviously here with the Cleveland Browns. Look, since the you know Browns have been reborn after the franchise was ripped away and brought to Baltimore, it's not been the best of times. You're looking for success. You're looking for sustainable success. The best way to do that is to get yourself in a position where you have a lot of draft capital, which has worked really well for Cleveland in the last few years. Um, you know, I know right now they're not seeing the immediate results that you know people want. You have to be patient when you're going through something like this. And I understand with the Cleveland fans, is we've been through this before. It's not worked out. We keep falling flat on our face. I really like this, the place this organization is at right now. Uh, the 16 draft, I'm a huge fan of. The 17 draft, I'm also a huge fan of. Uh, first things first, starting with the 16 class, which, you know, I was a big fan of Corey Coleman. Obviously, the in, you know, another injury here. He's had his ups and downs injury-wise. My number one top wide receiver, I'm a big NFL draft guy. He was the top wide receiver for me in the 16 class. Was a starter for this team. So that's something you look at, you know, a face of the future. You know, luckily for him, these aren't leg injuries. You know, arm injuries aren't going to affect a wide receiver like they would affect other positions. His legs are still good. You just hope it's a couple of freak things here with two injuries, two, two years here. But, you know, a long-term piece for you. Obviously, Emmanuel Agba, Carl Nassett, both now starting from that 16-class defensive end. You know, obviously one a little bit more of a pass rusher, you know, kind of quicker to the backfield. You know, Nassett, the bigger guy, more of a hold the edge, you know, set the edge type of guy. But still, still solid players, both guys, foundational pieces they can move up from. Not stars yet, 
either one, but look, these are guys that are going to help you go further. Sean Coleman, obviously, now he's starting right tackle here in Cleveland. Not bad for, you know, a third-round pick. Uh, Cody Kessler was not really the biggest fan uh, of Cody Kessler, but now, obviously, your number three quarterback. But a guy like this, good in the, you know, obviously, good in the QB room, good with the X's and O's. Joe Schobert, uh, you know, obviously, in his starting position. Ricardo Lewis now is going to look to be a part of this wide receiver core. You know, you brought some veterans in here. It's going to see how that works out. But you can develop from your youth here with Ricardo Lewis. is going to be part of this plan. Derek Kindred, a safety, currently starting. Had an interception week one. Uh, you know, TFF graded wise, he's not there just yet. But look, here's a young player. You're going further. Uh, Seth DeValve out of Princeton. Role player as a tight end, very good as a you know receiving option. This is another piece moving forward. Obviously, you have to like Spencer Drago in a reserve offensive line role here. And maybe the star offensively last week at the wide receiving core, and maybe the skill position, you know, obviously as well. Rashard Higgins, you know, probably in this position this week as a starting wide receiver. You know, had his ups and downs. Uh, you know, obviously made his practice squad gone. Now he's back. Look, you know this. It looks to serve a big role here this Sunday. Uh, you know, seven receptions. There's nothing to sneeze at. The opportunities for him going further should only enhance from this point. Now we get to uh, the Monster 17 class. You know, obviously, Miles Garrett. We haven't gotten to see him yet. There is no reason to rush this young man back. Look, the top consensus number one player in the draft. Cleveland got him as a pass rusher. You know, it seems he's trending towards playing, hopefully maybe by week four. Don't necessarily have to rush him. If he plays, that's great. Keep him low. Keep him on the pitch count. For the pass rusher, the most biggest thing is the explosion mm-hmm. factor, which Miles Garrett has shown. Has He does possess. He is that type of guy. Bring him back. Put him on a pitch count. Gradually ease him in, maybe on passing downs and things of that nature. But look, you know, I know everybody wants to see the prize pony. But the last thing you want to do is end up with a lost rookie year from a guy with this type of potential. So just let's just be patient. Eventually, we will get him. Just going to have to bide our time, and we will get to see the number one overall pick out of Texas A&M. Jabril Peppers. Uh, you know, a lot of people in Michigan weren't, weren't thrilled with me. My problem wasn't so much necessarily with Jabril Peppers. It was with the fact that Michigan kept moving him from position to position position. Cornerback as a freshman didn't see much time, obviously had an injury, finished up early. You know, free safety as a sophomore. Didn't make a ton of plays that you want from a traditional free safety. But, you know, that's okay. But then they go and move him to almost basically, you know, box safety, you know, speed linebacker, if you will, where he ran around, made a ton of plays, sometimes ran over, ran things. But now he is here, you know, deep in the secondary for Cleveland. You know, what I said he needed was he needed, as a rookie, he needed 600 NFL reps at one position where he could see the game from one position, and now at least it's the second time from one position where he's seeing it. So now, you know, twice within three years, he's played a deep safety position. It brings the returnability. You know, a fun player. You know, uh, it brings a lot of ex- there's explosion to his game. There's excitement to his game. You know, he's a guy we're hopefully going to see each week we see more and more of and some growth out of. David Njoku, uh, obviously, the, out of Miami, scored his first t- touchdown last week, you know, late in the game. You know, some people want to say, oh, meaningless touchdown. It's not a meaningless touchdown late in the game to a rookie who wants to feel like he is part of the game. 
and that was a huge opportunity for David. He was able to make the play. He's looked good to this point. So, you know, you know that's good for him. You're going to see, hopefully, his role increase, you know, a few snaps per week as we go on. Got to remember he's young. Got to remember he's in the position. Athletic freak. So, you know, should we see a lot of good things from David in the combination of Seth Valve as it goes on? I think for me, one of the things that really worked out for them was at pick number 52, you know, in the second round. My top quarterback in the NFL draft in 2017 was Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, I think guys like him with his size, his deep throwing ability, you know, look, we're going to still see some struggles on the short throws. Look, that's okay. I can work with a guy. You can work with a guy on refining his short passing game. It's a lot harder to take a guy who has not shown vertical ability. I'm talking the 25, 30-yard passes down the field, down the seam, to an outside hash. You can't make a guy who has not shown you that be able to do it. It's extremely difficult. And that's what I like so much about the Sean Kaiser. So that's what I really enjoyed about that pick. Uh, you know, in day three, you know, Roderick Johnson, a lot of potential there. Uh, needs to get a lot more flexibility, you know, to maybe be the heir apparent to Joe Thomas. So that's something you're going to look forward to. Uh, Caleb Brantley, you know, had some off the field, you know, an incident that turned out to, you know, have him exonerated everything where you get a player like him in the sixth round. That's something hopefully you're going to look forward to, you know, going forward. You know, you picked up your kicker in the seventh round. Me personally, I always, if you could have your kicker that was brought in, you know, drafted through your organization with a bunch of young kids, you look for something like that. You know, as opposed to bringing in a veteran, you know, or rent a kicker type of role, I'd rather have the guy who feels like he was wanted, he's part of the young core, so this should be interesting for Zane going forward. Matt Days, a rookie running back out of North Carolina State, he's obviously already seen some reps here. Um, Normally, seventh-round running back, you know, it's weird that you see him make your opening day roster, but I think the chips have fallen for him. He's into a role now. Uh, You know, Isaiah Crowell, you know, he's had a rough first two weeks. They need to get this running game going. If he goes out there another week where we see the 2.7 yards per carry, you're going to want to get this young man involved because you want to see what you have. Obviously, you know, Crowell's looking for a contract. Maybe didn't win people over this week by talking about how much he thinks about getting his new contract. You know, there's a lot more chips here in 18 pieces they have to look for running back. This running back's there. So Crowell saying he was looking, you know, and he's looking towards his contract. You know, that, that's not the best of signs right now. Look, we're a young team. We're trying to get our footing here. Already having guys, you know, talk about a contract. It's, it's just not really a good look. Um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, obviously showed uh, Thursday and Monday. We're going to be sponsored by MyBookie.ag. So what we have for you here is go to MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Like I said, they're going to match your initial deposit 100. They're going to match it. You got 200. They're going to match it up to 100%. You put in two, they're going to make it 400 for you. Me personally, I've gotten to use, I've gotten to use it a little bit. I like it. Uh, they helped me out last year. I, last week, I had a great week, 11 and five, uh, in my pools against the spread. I actually took three of my top, the Raiders, the Patriots, Tampa, uh, to love them all as favorites. Went, boom, went in. Used mybookie.ag, booked those three games. I don't like to bet a lot of games. I don't like to bet a lot, but if it's something you're into, mybookie.ag. Best thing for me was, though, winning those three games on Sunday. Checked my mail on Tuesday morning, 48 hours, boom, my money was already in there. 
So go mybookie.ag. Use the locked on promo. Like I said, they're gonna match whatever you put in up to 100. percent Puts you in a nice position here to go ahead and you know make some wagers. It's not just NFL. You got NCAA. You got any sport. They've got you covered any which way but loose. So go ahead, mybookie.ag. You play. You win. You get paid. Now we're going to look a little bit in. Obviously, here we are. We're looking towards now for you know maybe it's me, maybe it's something special from NFL odds makers that I'm taking over this week. We have the Cleveland Browns not only as a favorite but as a road favorite going into this game versus Indianapolis. This is a really interesting matchup. Obviously, Indianapolis right now struggling a little bit, and you know it's understandable. So when you're a team like the Colts. You have one of the top quarterbacks in the game, but he is injured. You, you know, like the old adage, you know, of, uh, I, I'll, I'll just paraphrase it because I'm forgetting the team and I'm forgetting the GM is, you know, oh, wow, uh, it doesn't seem like the backup quarterback gets much reps in practice. Well, the game plan around here is if we lose the starting quarterback, we're after anyway. So there's no reason to give any reps to anybody else. So, and look, that's where the Colts are right now. They're in a tough spot, obviously, you know, one of the you know, lower, you know, lower power rankings teams in the league right now as Cleveland. But look, Cleveland, you got a bright spot here. You know, you're going in there, you're playing the younger guys. What are some things we want to see? Look, Deshaun Kaiser at this point, he's holding the ball a little bit long, which look, this is going to happen with a rookie quarterback who's starting from out from the gate. These first two weeks for him, I probably felt like the beginning scene of saving private Ryan when they storm Normandy and the bullets are flying at 500 miles an hour. This is kind of what Deshaun is going through right now. Um, he's going to need to relax. He's going to need to process faster. He's going to have to understand that, you know, dumping a ball to a back, you know, or dumping a ball to a tight end uh, on a flat route or a three-yard out route. Any positive yardage is good, is good yardage. It's three seconds of holding the ball over three seconds that's going to have to, that's too long. You're going to have to average better than that. You know, what you want to see is, you know, is the game going to slow down a little bit? Or, and people, oh, what do you mean by the game slowing down? Will the game slow down where you see Deshaun hit his back foot and his drop and, you know, quick left, quick look either way and the ball's gone? You know, you know anticipating faster and, and being okay with understanding, you know, that three to four yards is positive yards, it's good yards. He's shown he's been able to get the ball down the field. Obviously, the four interceptions in two games, you know, that's going to make you a little bit nervous. That's going to make you a little bit weary. But look, they're going to happen with a rookie quarterback. Peyton Manning threw 26 interceptions as a rookie cornerback, quarterback starting from week one out the box. Those things are going to happen. He's going to have to make the mistakes to learn. Um, what are we going to see now that Corey Coleman is not out? Um, let's start to get a little bit more diverse and maybe start to switch things up a little bit. You have two very athletic tight ends in DeVal and, the jo- and Joku. Maybe get those two on the field together. Uh, Duke Johnson, obviously, you know, he, he, he got a little bit run last week in the backfield. He's played a lot of slot receiver. Maybe try to incorporate, uh, you know, a set with Matt Days in there as well. So you have Days. You have Duke Johnson. You know, if you want to even put them in with the two tight ends, or one tight end, two wide receiver. That's the personnel you want to look for. Just try to mix things up. And if hopefully if you're creating matchups where the defense is a little bit more confused, it might make things easier for Deshaun. Able to build confidence, 
but he's able to nail a throw because the defense wasn't anticipating what's, you know, what was coming, which is what you're going to look for from Hugh. You know, you kind of have to use everything that you have right now. But this is also what you can do, you know, look, when you, you realize you're probably you're not competing for a playoff spot. You're still evaluating and developing the young talent you have on your roster. So this is what you're going to do. You know, use these two tight ends. Use, you know, all these wide receivers. Look, Kenny Britt, I, it may be a tough spot for him. You know, it, you, know, this, you know, I saw a lot of last week, you know, and then I got to see some Browns Twitter reaction. You know, Kenny Britt looked like he was dogging at times. And I'm not going to disagree. There were some patterns that, you know, he probably left on the field. Sammy Coates, you know, he, he was a little dinged up towards the end of the game, so I'm not going to get on him. But look, for Kenny Britt, Sammy Coates, there's opportunity here for balls. There's opportunities to be a playmaker. That's what you want. That's what you strive for when you take on, you know, to the NFL field. And look, Ricardo Lewis, Rashard Higgins, these guys are right behind you. These guys want these opportunities just as bad as you do. So the question is, you know, either step up or step out. So that's what you're going to have to look for here. Um, obviously, the defense, I, I think the defense has done a pretty good job to this point. Very young. Obviously, you're missing, you know, what should be a focal point in Miles Garrett, who should be crashing the backfield. You kind of know what you're going to get from him, the penetration. Hopefully, we should ease things up. You know, I think Jason McCourty's been a nice addition at the cornerback position. You were able to bring in a veteran. I think he's played so far better than what you were going to get out of Joe Hayden. Seen a little bit of an odd move. They tried to maybe shop him too long, and then it almost looked like he was in their plans for 17, whereas most people that you talk with, he was not part of the 17 plans for Cleveland. They were just holding out hope that maybe they could move him. But with the money that was on the table, I don't think anyone had a, anybody wanted to bite. It's kind of odd now that he's in the AFC North. You know, obviously saw him right away week one. But, you know, that is what it is. Also, one of the things here is, you know, uh, for me, like I've talked, and anybody who's followed me or heard me on other podcasts is, one thing I've talked about, you know, with the AFC East, as you know, I was a born Jet fan, is there's three teams there. Look, you're doing everything you can to put yourself in position to realize that Tom Brady will be gone soon. And then it's a whole new ballgame. Now, what do I look at for Cleveland here in the AFC North? Now, look, you know, are you going to turn into a 10-win team overnight? Not necessarily. But what you're looking at here is with Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger. Look, Ben's not getting any younger. You know, uh, obviously there were talk this offseason about he wasn't sure whether or not he was going to come back for this year. Look, he's getting to that point. His body's banged up. Obviously, Ben is a big man, you know, almost 6'6". You take the leg injuries, the back injuries, the arm injuries. You know, it's, it's probably a process for him where it's difficult to get out of bed in the morning. You don't know how much is left there. Le'Veon Bell is a free agent who has had his issues, and obviously Pittsburgh has their thought process about whether or not they want to sign him long-term. That is pretty much the future, you know, in Pittsburgh. You know, two, there are two top playmakers. And look, Antonio Brown is a fantastic player. But we've seen that there's been issues when Antonio does not have Ben there. They don't have a next quarterback in the building, you know, to take over. So, you know, there's a spot where, hey, if you're Cleveland, look, maybe we can go closer to the top. Cincinnati has had a terrible first two weeks. Haven't scored an offensive touchdown. Obviously, Andy Dalton, look, I've never been an Andy Dalton fan. It's not working right now in Cincinnati. Fired the offensive coordinator. I don't know if that's going to change the fact that Andy Dalton has one of the weaker arms in the NFL. And unless he's got a perfect pocket, 
he's not going to make those throws. He's just not that guy. That also brings us over to Baltimore. Look at Baltimore, look, 2-0. Yes, they are 2-0. Uh, winning ugly. They're, they're not a pretty product. Uh, their defense is better than their offense. I've never been the biggest Joe Flacco guy, even though he carries that Super Bowl title. He carries that Super Bowl ring. So, look, to say that you know next year Cleveland you know, could be 7-9, could be 8-8, eight and eight, if things, you know, things turn out differently with these other franchises, it's possible. But the only way you're going to achieve this is is get these guys, you know, reps. You've got to develop. You've got to see what you got. You've got to see what you need. Eighteen's looking like another strong draft class. I, I love what they did with the offensive line. One of the biggest problems with draft right now is drafting offensive linemen who are going to come in and, and produce right away. We get a lot of misses. If you watch that Monday night game with the New York Giants, Eric Flowers, a guy who they drafted at seven, right now is the black hole of that team. So what did Cleveland do? They knew they had a lot of free agent money. You know, they have they had their left side. You know, they had obviously Joel, they had Latonio, went out, spent money, got a center, who's you know, proven, shown, went out, got a right guard in Zeeler, who's proven, who's shown. Sean Coleman's taking that step now as a second year player starting at right tackle. Your you know, your all line is in place, you know, uh, real quick hat tip, Joe Thomas, ten thousand straight snaps in the NFL. Absolutely mind boggling. Couldn't happen to a greater guy. You know, I know there's a lot of talk about the move on from Joe, the trade Joe. Joe has been the good soldier here throughout what has probably been, you know, a rough career as far as wins and losses. Joe doesn't seem like he wants to go. I don't see any reason you move Joe when you have a guy like this who has shown your franchise the utmost respect. And he walks around wearing that Browns helmet like his team is as successful as the Seahawks or the Patriots and carries this franchise like they are, upper echelon, and is never disappointed. I don't see any reason you ever part ways with a gentleman of that nature. So yeah, I, I like what we where I like where they're at. I like the future. It's the most appealing team for me to join into this podcast of Locked On Browns. I, I, it's it's something I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the five days a week. You know, guys. You know, whether it's lunch break. You know, what we do here at Locked On, we do 15. Maybe we go to 25 minutes. You know, but we're never really going to give you more than a half hour. So it's a quick commute. It's something to listen to while you're having your lunch break. So, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward. I can't, can't wait to watch this game on Sunday where the Browns are a favorite. I thought the Browns might win last Sunday. Obviously, Deshaun's migraines didn't help. But, uh, you know, I, I see a Browns win maybe coming Sunday. I, I see a good opportunity for that. Uh, what I want to do with the show going for, further as you guys get to know me on Twitter, at Jeff underscore LJ Lloyd, uh, you know, guests you might want to hear, ideas you want. I, I'm for this. Uh, you know, I have a lot of, you know, I have a pretty good size Twitter following. I tweet with a lot of guys who follow the Browns die hard. So I know what I'm talking about. You know, I, I constantly be back and forth talking about things like them. I don't like to talk about you know, the upper echelon teams in the NFL. I like to see where these teams that are the lower echelon teams how they're going to get to the top. So that's that's what I love about it, the roster building, the free agent availability, adding players. You know, I, I want to see a team, you know, go up one rung of the ladder, go up two rungs of the ladder. That's why I'm really looking forward to this. So uh, I'll be back at you sometime tomorrow. We're going to get a little bit more of the X's and O's about, you know, going, getting into Cleveland, things of that nature. 
I have some guests in mind already, but if there's anybody you guys want to hear or you want me to chase down, by all means, you know, hit me up. Uh, one more thing before I close it out here. We are working uh, a little partnership here with PFF right now, Pro Football Focus. Look, uh, I love I love the work that these guys put into what they do. I have friends there. I know how many times they watch a single rep before they put a grade on it, which affects a great uh, you know a player's grade for a game, for a week, for a season. I you know I know the effort that these guys put in. So what we're going to do here is uh, listen to this. Go to the go to the iTunes. Please leave us a review. You know, tell them how fabulous Jeff was in his debut episode. Please, in the review, leave your Twitter handle. Uh, what we're going to give you for, is a $39.99 uh, amount gift of the edge rankings from Pro Football Focus. Both besides quarterbacks, the second most important position on an NFL field on Sundays is pass rushing. Why do offensive line struggle? Because nobody wants to do the job these upper echelons want to sack quarterbacks. Nobody wants to have to block these guys who want to sack quarterbacks. So, you know, leave us a review on iTunes. Make sure to leave your Twitter handle. Uh, we'll probably take it sometime in the next week. You get a free PFF edge rankings, you know, edge analysis, $39.99 value to the edge ranking. It's, uh, you know, we're going to give one out free. We're going to do this once a week, obviously, as we go on here. You know, kind enough of the guys at Pro Football Focus. So, uh, you know, I'll keep in mind for that. Obviously, uh, we're brought to you this Thursday night by MyBooking.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. I gave you the promo code locked on, guys. Go ahead and use it. They're going to match your initial down, you know, your initial deposit 100% to use that money. Look, uh, right now, in week three, we've got a lot more trends on the games as far as, you know, who you feel safe maybe and putting some money on here. Uh, you know, me, hands, hands, hands. New England, 13 points, uh, 13, giving up 13 and a half this week with Houston coming in. I love the Sean Foster, but look, two road starts to get out the box. You know, New England's a tough place to play. Might want to go ahead and, uh, use that mybookie.ag and drop a couple, uh, dollars there. But, uh, it's been a fun time. I'm really looking forward to this as we go further at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Tweet at me. Let me know anything you want, any Browns questions you want, any future. NFL draft. I am deep into 18 stuff already. Running backs, wide receivers, anything you guys want to talk about, I'm here for you. I want to make this show your show.